times the sense of being in something is taken to be so, and then logically it produces a drive to get out of it, you know, if it's uncomfortable. The problem is, if you are the source of discomfort, it's going to be difficult to get out of the source of discomfort as the source of discomfort. Yeah, so then you have to blame a lot of things for failure, even you, but never erasing that you're the source of the discomfort. Just that you, if you did better, if you studied harder, if you sat on the cushion longer, if you pranamed many, many more times, then maybe something would trigger. So, that sense of prior is if you ever get a hit of that, really honor it if you can. Because the most of the roads that are going to be laid out by the mental state is not going to have that signpost up. Here, you, here rest, basically. And then ten miles later, here rest. And then one mile later, here rest. You know, fifty feet, here rest. You don't have to turn here to rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here. <laughs> you, know, you know, like at every point is the resting point because you're that. Yeah. So it would preclude becoming like a sign or an indicator because one indication of it can be enough. Yeah. You just get one hit of being not located where you think you are, then that can sort of erode the whole imaginary system from like underneath instead of from outside trying to bring stuff into the erode the system because the system will just gulp it up you know just like surfing was sort of like a rebellious thing now look at them they have surf, surf companies that their t-shirts cost 50 bucks because they have Billabong or Quicksilver you know every rebellion gets morphed into what it's rebelling, rebelling from doesn't it? Really. It turns into a fashion statement. You know what I mean? You have a Che Guevara shirt, and that's, that's as much as far as your radicalism goes. I wear a Che Guevara shirt. That makes you... You know? So, but if it erodes, there should be another chair, bro. Go in here and get this chair. Yeah, yeah, please. Don't sit up. Yeah? Your comfort is more important than the video. <laughs> Did you get that? Your comfort. <laughs> so, the idea of it being eroded from, let's say, below or from prior works. Yeah? Because the system doesn't even see it coming up on it. Yeah? Because it's always been there. The way we're, the way we're perceptually programmed, we see things coming, but we don't see what's always here. We can sense something coming, or we can sense something's going to go, but we never sense something that's always here. It doesn't get noticed. It doesn't, does it? I mean, we're walking in it right now. It's not noticed at all. We're trying to notice a topic that's about that, which is always available at all times. It's, it's really ludicrous in a lot of ways. Yeah. So this is sort of like, all right, if I'm not that, maybe you'll fall into, and of course it's not a falling into, but as a, as a, as a dramatic flare, it's a falling into what you already are. Now, if that's honored, that is going to, when you seem to move back to 
the false reference point, and it's only a seemingly so. See, this is the beauty of the message, is that what we're trying to get out of can only seemingly be so. It can only appear to be so to you. And conversely, it can appear not to be so to you, and that's the difference maker. If it appears to be so to you, then you start from here, and that which is prior will be turned into something that you're looking towards, or something you're trying to arrive at, which precludes you're never going to arrive at it because you are there. Yeah, it will. I don't care if they have the fastest methodology. Only one step to enlightenment, that's one step too many. Literally, it is. I'm not joking. It's, not, it's one step too many. If these people that said it, that seeker is the sort, were worth their salt, let that roll over you. The seeker is the sort. How could that be? What would cause, what would cause such a dissonance would be that the sort is seeking. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Because it doesn't make any sense, does it? That's a, what's the sort seeking? <laughs> well, we'll save you a lot of time and trouble. The sort. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You have now, you have now, you just now jacked in to clear channel. <laughs> 24-7, always on, not a word being said, just vibrating yourself through this fucking dream. <laughs> so what will happen? The dream will get happier. Because what? You'll dream yourself out of the dream. You won't deny the dream and throw everything away that you think is in the dream. Why not throw you? <laughs> because you're a dreamt object. No. The dreaming will use the dream, the dream itself, out of the dream. What, is, what do you think is happening here? Unbeknownst to some of us, the, the dreaming is using this event, which is an event in the dream, to hopefully dream itself out of the dream. Yeah. So it's not like, see, us, we'd have to fucking kill something or cut its limbs off. This is, no, I'll just use it, because I'm the dreaming, to dream myself out of it. What a beautiful way to go. Yeah. And it's not that far of a way to go. <laughs> really. If you really look at it, you're on like one of those sidewalks that moves at the airports, really. How much huffing and puffing did you do to wake up today? I mean, you made, but I mean, something sprung into action once again. Did you, have, did you call it upon yourself? Did you call life to come and fill this body up? You've basically been wound up. Maybe you got 90 years in that spring, and you can just... <laughs> I wake up, and it's like, wow, another fucking day. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, there was no bets that I was going to come back, seemingly, as Paul. There was. There was no... There wasn't, oh, let me sign that nightly contract. I will wake up tomorrow, won't I? Between eight and nine, <laughs> with exclamation point. It's important. <laughs> I've got things to do tomorrow. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like that. I don't see it as that. It's like it's almost against any will that you may have. Some people have tried to kill themselves, and it didn't work. This guy I used to work with, he's passed away now, had a great name. I won't say it, but it's on video. But could get sued, you know. 
Well, he got so demoralized at one point. He was in London. He jumped out of a four-story window, and he didn't succeed. And when he woke up, he was crippled. <laughs> what a whammy, eh? You thought it was really bad when you jumped out the window, and then you wake up, and it's eight times worse? Fuck. <laughs> that would give you a sense of powerlessness, wouldn't it? I can't even fucking kill myself. Can't, I seemingly threw the body out the window. I gauged how long, how, how long does a body that weighs 190 pounds have to go to really flat. I did all the, all the physics, and still, here I am. Fuck. So this idea... See, if you get a taste as that, the sort, obviously the seeking is going to be revised. Or you'll travel lighter through seeking. Maybe that's your destiny as an action figure. And then you'll have a whole lot of fun. There won't be this serious component that I'm going to get somewhere from with that. Because that's usually what produces most of the anxiety. The seeking doesn't really produce anxiety. It allows anxiety. It can facilitate it, but it's the thing that you're going to get somewhere or get something from it. Yeah, There's always a reason that we believe is above the seeking. But in fact, you're just destined to seek, let's say. Others aren't. So for me, when the sort is recognized... As the seeker, <laughs> the seeker is probably going to go through a extreme revision. Yeah, just maybe. Jeez, I've got to remember to turn these things off. You know, it probably will. It'll probably unless you'll travel lighter at least through it because the seriousness will be extracted. But I would love to be a seeker now if I had money. Yeah. You could go on a circuit to Hawaii, to Tahiti. I mean, the retreats are never in Staten Island or fucking Sixth and Market or Hoboken. You know what I mean? They're usually in idyllic little places and they have the poor natives come in massage you with, and you think they're just so happy to have you there. They fucking hate your guts probably when they leave the compound. You never see anything in the country. You're just in your little isolated you know, fucking guarded retreat. Shit, who wouldn't like to do that, you know? Who wouldn't like to share notes about which teacher, what, I like, I like what he wears. I see he's unbelievable loving gays. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it'd be great. You know, blogging all day. Fucking blogging metaphysical diatribes. Shit, I love it. Man, I'd look better, first of all, because I'd have facials like every other week. You know, I'd be stressed with the, just stressed out of me by tons of massages. I'd have loose-fitting clothes. I had better hairdo. All this would come along with it. It's a nice package deal in some cases. But it doesn't override the fact the seeker is the sort. Yeah? Without that being seen... You're not going to have fun in all that stuff that looks really fun. There'll still be an underlying agitation to find that which you're seeking. It's only changed radically, and it's not going to be changed by seeking. Seeking is not going to relieve you of seeking. It's just going to promote more of it. There's no one seeking, but seeking is an agitation that begets agitation. 
just like the great Zen statement in the faith mind, you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. That's the little Chinese dumb thing that you get caught up in. The priorness doesn't demonstrate. The pr- does the priorness? Is it always come hither all day? Come hither. Does it have any rebuttal to all the massive mental advertising? Is there a disclaimer? This guy's fucking crazy. Whoever you think it is that's talking to you. No, it's just always available at all times, allowing anything and everything to occur. Yeah without seemingly any kind of opinion on anything. Does it demonstrate any, any thought or effort? How, did I have to arrive at being conscious? Was it an arduous journey? Do I have to work? I, do I have to go to a, like a consciousness gym and work out my consciousness and my awareness? You know what I mean? You know, all right, 30 minutes of looking at Ramana Maharshi pictures. All right, that would should do it. I can see my awareness. No. Does it show any effort? Is it a strenuous event to be awake? Is it demanding? Is it like, all right, now you got the introductory awakeness. Let's go. Come on. Get on that fucking mill, treadmill. More awake, more awake, more awake, more awake. Oh, I'm up there. Wait a minute. It's almost out. Oh! Ah, more awake. No, I don't see it that way. It's just regular dog shit on this, isn't it? It doesn't seem to, oh, I don't want to step off at that dirty curb, or it doesn't have any opinions like that. Whatever's going on, you see it, don't you? you? A lot of times you wouldn't like to see it. I remember I was walking, I had to go to didn't have to. Oh, yes, I had to go to Nepal. You know? <laughs> I had to. It was such a... just had to go there. No, I was in India, and I was going to fly to Nepal. So I had to go to Madras, the city, and wait overnight to go for the flight in the morning. Which, the guy who drove me actually slept in front of the hotel, because he didn't have any place to live. He lived in his cab. So as I went out to take a walk, I saw him sleeping in there. So I was walking around, and then I come, and there's a lot of people living on the streets, you know, everywhere. So, and there's one tribe of people, they were brownish, and all their clothes were brown, and their dog was brown, this dog, and this brown little girl with brown clothing was taking a shit, and the dog was eating it as it was coming out of her rear end, and that was brown. It was like this giant brown extravaganza. Consciousness didn't, you know, glitch out. Yeah? It didn't, like, uh, you know, like, uh, no more service, un, un, uh, unacceptable vision, you know? I don't have a fucking pre-programmed disclaimer that shuts off, like, parental guidance on the internet. <laughs> None of that is there. Whatever you come up to, there's going to be a seeing of it. Isn't it? Now the reaction is different. The mental reaction. And if the mental reaction is claimed to be your reaction, it's going to trigger an avalanche of mental reactions. You're going to have opinions about what you saw. You're going to have fuck this, about that, about this. And it's just like one begets five, five begets 25, 25 begets 350, and it just, it just blows up. Yeah? 
So there's the response, conscious contact, the mental reaction, and the, react, the mental reaction immediately, totally, totally hides the consciousness by claiming it, and then it's mental reaction after mental reaction after mental reaction. And then time passes, and now you're the product of mental reactions, seemingly. You're not experiencing life as happening anymore. You're listening to a mental interpretation about what's happening. Totally, totally pertaining to you as the false reference. You can't stop the reaction at the 20th reaction because at that point, there'll be a strong feeling you're the one that's trying to stop it and that's the first mental reaction. So when the, when the mental reaction, the first mental reaction becomes like Sherlock Holmes and starts investigating a 20th mental reaction, you're not going to meet Dr. Moriarty and vanquish him. Fucking, you are Dr. Moriarty. <laughs> and then, you know, season eight continues <laughs> with season nine already, already booked, yeah? So self can't get out of self we say in recovery. Or like Hwang Po says, bigger mind, yeah? You can't find bigger mind with bigger mind. <laughs> you can't get out of that which thinks it's in. It's a failed mechanism that's always going to succeed. It has no... It, it's like security guards that are just eating nachos and watching TV. They know no one's escaping because it's already been... This is such a foolproof method that the one who's going to try to escape is the prison itself. So even if it gets over the wall, there's the prison. <laughs> they're, not, they're, got, they're getting paid for nothing, really. They're like, oh, there's another one. Let's see how long it's going to take them. Oh, this one's a spiritual type. Oh, this should be fun. (laughs) There's no threat whatsoever. Have you ever really touched the underbelly of the mental state? Then you see when it brings out the big guns. Because it's just been been using a pop gun. It just goes, tomorrow, ooh, scares you. Destitution, ooh, you're no good, ooh, unlovable, ooh. You'll never be wanted again. Oh, it can just scare you out with nothing. Just like, <laughs> but when you rub against the underbelly, then it brings out the patilla. Okay, you're fundamentally unlovable. <laughs> you, you've been skirting the issue for 50 years. Might as well just fess up and kill yourself. <laughs> There's another chair somewhere in here. There's chairs in there. Thread them, all right. So uh, to me, I got to my last statement from, I said it thousands of ways, but I like to hear it from someone else other than me. And the Ramana stuff just totally stops me in the tracks because the presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for that thing or wants to get happy for that thing, or wants to get ahead for that thing, or wants to totally be right about being behind for that thing. You know? Totally right of how bad it is for that thing. Yeah? That presupposing, that sense, 
that presupposes you were there before this thing has occurred. When actually, this is a thought. Yeah? The, the, the feeling of being me is, is produced by a thought. Yeah? There's a thought of Paul. And then the mind does the rest. The mind gives it a sense and a feeling because it pictures us as a body when it's identified with the self-centeredness. So what to me selfing is, is always just the same thing, that presupposing of being a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And all you got to do is change the word for and add one letter to from. Really, instead of F-O-R, put the R at the F and then an O, and then just an M, from. Now you're on to something. Because at that point, if the presupposing on a non-existent thing has been seen, where the hell are you seeing it from? From the priorness to that non-existent thing. Voila, you've seen your original face, or you're seeing from your original face, which isn't a face at all in Zen. Yeah? Now, see, like there's a statement I used the other week with recovery. It's about a story about a guy who's gotten sober and is going to go back out again. And it starts at this one point of it, a thought occurred to me. That's it, usually. The whole situation is after a thought occurs to you. Could you imagine if something other than a thought occurred to you first? Maybe a pause occurred as you? You would be in a totally different relationship. A thought is... The, a thought's relationship to a thought is totally different than your relationship to a thought. And the sense of being a Paul is a thought. And it re- relates incredibly well with all other thoughts. You so just watch birds. The crows hang out with crows usually. They're not hanging out with a blue jay or a fucking sparrow, yeah? And if you, you know, you can hear them, tons of different sounds. The only sounds they hear are crow sounds. They, they, they're listening to other crows. Yeah? There's an extreme interest in what other crows are doing. <laughs> they don't give a shit about sparrows or any fucking thing else. Woodpeckers, they're like crows. Well, thought is interested in thoughts, especially about it. We believe this is something other than it. This is a thought. It's a thought that's being remembered. Yeah? So here, let's say the pause was now the new, it's not the new, it's the only starting point, but let's say to us it seems to be new. Now, you would see a thought occur, and it wouldn't be occurring to you. It would be occurring. When you're, when you're seen as a thought, when you're seen as this, then when a thought occurs to you, it's occurring to another thought, which what happens? Those two thoughts spawn and start fornicating, and then you've got a fucking shitstorm. <laughs> Literally. But here, prior, the pause is occurring as you, and then a thought arises. Usually different. There's so much space in the latter statement, yeah? There's pause, which is everything, and then within everything, a thought occurs. So fucking what? Tons of things occur within everything. What's the huge difference? Because it's not held as yours at that point. It's just like you go to a park, watch kids play, 30, 40 kids. 
where's your interest going to go to the kid that's yours? When a thought notices another thought through consciousness, that's the gift consciousness allows, the mental state can show up and start claiming shit in it. Yeah? When a thought owns another thought, that's the my thought, and then that my thought is really used to reinforce this thought as being you, the you, to a section of point that there's a coronation and you have raised above all the other yous to the exalted kingdom of me. And now you're in your own little porno theater getting fucked or fucking others, seemingly. And you'd like to get some freaking relief. And usually the demand is very, very strong, so a lot of people go to alcohol and drugs because they, they change your feelings pretty fast. If you shoot coke in your neck, you're going to feel different in about a half a second. And if the demand is for relief, you'll get... I ended up there. Seriously. Because I didn't, I didn't want to wait the half a second it took to get to the heart. <laughs> that was way... Wait a minute. This is way fucking too slow. I wanted ammo so I could get out of that which I never was in. And I would, I would put... The greatest explorers in this world, in some respects, weren't spiritual devotees. They were drug addicts. Because they went all the fucking way, and they're still here. It didn't work. There was no moon to go to. The Mars, the Mars expedition didn't work. There's no Mars. I, if, if we could have transcended, we would have. There was devotion, love, total preoccupation. You would do anything for it. You'd take anything you had and anyone else's had and keep giving to it. And you pray to it constantly. And you pray to its priests like the little drug dealers. And you listen to their life story for four fucking hours so you could get a little bit of some cocaine. Who's, who would come to a four-hour satsang? Nobody would. You'd be bored stiff. I listened to the same dealer's life story like 12 times because he, he had the drug. That was a retreat. That was, an ad, that was a drug addict's retreat. 10 hours listening to the same fucking story I just heard last week. Oh yeah, Phil, that was interesting. Hoping his hand would move to somewhere to get what I wanted. You don't think that's devotion? That's extreme devotion. There's no transcendence of an imaginary place. You can't leave here because there's no here to leave. The escape from here, the great wisdom of no escape, is there is no escape. That's the greatest wisdom of all because maybe, just maybe, that, that angst-ridden drive and just, you know, will drop and you'll realize the seeker is the sword. What's looking is what you and I are looking for. It doesn't say what's looking and in 800 pages of all the requirements, what's looking has to fulfill to be what's looking for, what you're looking for. It says what's looking is what you're looking for. It's going to end up there sooner or later. It may be the last vision you ever have in seemingly in this body, it may occur then. It doesn't matter when it occurs because if it dawns on you, it'll be like it's never not been that way. 
It's not like a new thing occurs. You just realize, Jesus, how did I miss this? <laughs> how did I leave the house without this? You know what I mean? Jeez. Really, that's the feeling. It's just like, totally takes time and longing and patience and arduous vigilance. It's all erased like that. It has nothing to do with any of that. Maybe controlling the mental state takes vigilance and a lot of work, but there is no producing what the state that you already are. There's no producing of it. You may have a lot of things that seem to have the ability to block you because you believe it's so. Because everything rests on it appears to be true or false to you. Everything here. This whole place is just an event of seemingly so. And we all have the experiences of it. In recovery, it's more extreme where... And you can hear a lot more people that you'd never meet at these meetings. And people will say, man, I just realized the worst thing that ever happened to me, which I've been worshipping at for 12 fucking years, is the best thing that ever happened to me. How could that be? How could the worst thing... Did it suddenly transform itself to being the best thing? No. How we saw it changed. That one example explains the whole perceptual event here. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's what's going on. Not as Amanda, but as this functionality. That's what it does. It's producing a dream. This is the camera where the dreaming in undifferentiated light patches into differentiation. Yeah. And, and this is so beautiful because the director and the producer is also in the starring in the film. And for it to really get into its character, it has to forget that it's the producer and director. That's what happens. Now, in the dream, that can finally run out where the producer, director, and everything else arises once again. And now, you know, you can be Fonz every fucking day because you're not the Fonz. Yeah? If you're the Fonz, it's going to look crazy wearing a leather jacket with a, you know, a do hairdo at 78 years old. But if, you, if you're not the Fonz, fuck it. If it's getting ratings, I'll keep showing up. <laughs> Fonz forever. <laughs> Why not? You won't have any argument with the seat assignment. Well, it's easy to say because my seat assignment is okay. I guess it would be appropriate to have an argument if it wasn't. But I'm in, a, I'm in freaking Marin County. This is like an incredible homogenized bubble and just, ex- just trying to uproot all variation. <laughs> to only be BMW dealers and there are no, no Hondas to be found. You'll have to go to Sonoma to buy a Honda. <laughs> we'll all be serving, working at some store. <laughs> Doing nails, hair. Hey, I recommend this. It may help your digestion. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll all have positions in the new society. <laughs> Not lofty ones, though. <laughs> so it's a simple message. You know, just it's nice to repeat it. It's nice to join and entertain it. Yeah. Because it will become familiar to you. It will. Just like all this shit became familiar to us. Yeah. It did. This game became familiar. Uh, up, you know, accepting shittiness has become familiar. 
You know, mm-hmm. accepting smallness has become familiar. You know, we don't know how to really question what's going on because usually where we question it from is part of what's going on. It's difficult to have a clear vision of what's happening because we are participating, we're the dreamt. So how can the dreamt ever, ever realize that this is a dream? It's impossible because it may realize it's a dream, but it will be exempted. It will still think it's real. This is a different message. Just see all the pointing by the thought system, all the, the perceptual data that's being used to point. They're all pointing to an imaginary moon. There is not even a moon. There's, all there is is pointing. The presupposing of a non-existent thing never produces a non-existent thing into existence. The presupposing of a non-existent thing causes it to seem to that which is real to be real. That's what it does. And the incessant presupposing of a non-existent thing Yes? When the big M mind buys into that story, the big M mind will forget its bigness and will start be, and will start accommodating itself looking through a very small camera lens. It'll be like it's like a horse that's never been saddled. And now it's got a fucking new saddle on it, yeah? Its possibilities have been totally, totally diminished. Its okayness has now become something to acquire in time or something that you lost in time. I was okay. I will be okay. What about the inherent okayness of consciousness right now? Is my, is my consciousness lesser or more okay now than it was at 8.30 this morning? Has anything been added onto it? Nor anything subtracted from it? Maybe this is a very special day when it's hands off of consciousness. I don't believe so. So if you see it in one day, just let the mind expand on it. Nothing has ever disrupted awareness. It doesn't need our help. It doesn't, you don't have to become aware. You have to realize what's hoping to become aware ain't you, and you'll be aware. Not do awareness, but be aware. You'll see it as your nature, not something that you acquired or you you cultivated. You will be aware, and you'll realize every freaking moment of every moment we've ever been in, the awareness has been the context. Yeah. It never lost any size by the terribleness of what was happening. It never gained any size by the wonderfulness of what was ever happening in the content. Yes? Does the bowl become split pea when it holds it as a soup? Does the bowl become split pea? You just right, rinse it off, put tomato, does it become... No, nothing. The bowl allows everything to appear in it, all these different soups, yet doesn't take any of their qualities. Ever. It's not like, oh, my soup is sucking in the tomato now after a year. No, it's not sucking in the tomato. Get the sense of it? You're pristinely okay as what's prior. You may be totally fucked as you seem to be. 
But that will, in a sense, become okay if you're resting in the prior. Yeah? You'll learn that you can travel lighter over through a lot of shit that you never thought you'd ever be able to travel through. So, there you have it. It's getting hot. It's like a Bikram yoga thing. <laughs> All right, Oz is going to lead the class. <laughs> you hold this posture for 17 minutes. You wake up. Oh, I only hold it for 16. Oh, my son, you must do now 18 minutes. <laughs> the carrot always gets moved, you know. Now you've got to do it in an elevated location for 20 minutes, looking over a once plentiful riverbed, but now is like a desert. Oh no, you've got to, I made a mistake, it's got to be river. All right. And uh, by the way, I'll take care of your travel arrangements. All right, you've got to go to this place. Uh, you'll stay with my family. <laughs> you know? If you don't have a touchstone, you won't see the insanity of what all this fucking offering's going on. We don't have a true touchstone, which is what we're looking for, us, you know? When have we really felt confident when we had a feeling about something and said, no mas, you know? Not into that. Just And then have faith in that and see what happens. Start finding your own, you know? It's got to be where you are for it to be reliable. It does. It can't be outside of ourselves. There's no reliability in that. That's in a very volatile situation of coming and going and degrees and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's got to be that which comes to the table that we're looking for on the table. It's got to be. We have to be what we're looking for. All right, so that's it, eh? Yes. Well, oh, let's pass the basket. Charlie, can you get one of those baskets? Can you open that door, man, for a little bit? On well, the windows. So we have shirts and uh, books, and let's see if I have any of those. I think I mostly have women's stuff. Which is great. These are great. This is a good one. I will embrace my ignorance as I, I can eat anything with a human. I will wake up. And inhale. <laughs> <laughs> and inhale. I will look at that another one. Thank you, thanks. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I will care deeply, but not enough to change. <laughs> 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 Can we get these all away now? Yeah. But actually, you know, you should buy a, a, a bitch slap shirt, and then we'll give you one. We need to sell these shirts. My lavish lights are up. These are too big. Uh, 
<laughs> well, you can go fight amongst yourself. I'm going to be No worries. I think that'll work, eh? I think so. Well, just. I will wake up and inhale, yeah. Your husband will probably like it. Yeah.